So, Steve, we've been uh, reintroducing. It's been about three years since uh, you and I had uh, had conversations. And yeah. um, I'm glad that you've called. I'm glad that you remember. Yeah. Yeah, I've been, uh, I mean, we've, we've, we've sent a few emails back and forth, but uh, I always kind of, I always backed out, you know. Um, I guess in one way I was kind of... Um, I want to say I, was kind of, I felt kind of um, I don't know I felt, I felt kind of ashamed in it in a way. Um, <laughs> well, that's a good enough reason to call. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I um. Well, and that's the funny thing is people will use that as the excuse to not call. Yeah. Because it's not my intention to make you feel ashamed at all, but no. rather to feel no. joyful. No, hundred percent. And that's why I and in, in a funny way, um, that goes back to the original point that you had made. And I want to congratulate you again for being able to grab a hold of a house without having a mortgage and how secure that feels as opposed to having a mortgage for it. And I talked about that. That's the whole teaching of the Dhamma. The entire teaching is security. If you feel secure, completely secure, and now you bring up being ashamed. Well, being ashamed is one way of feeling really insecure. So, you yeah. got that? Yeah. So it's almost the same thing. Um, that in fact, uh, in a way, it's also the same as being in debt that somehow in relationships or something that we owe each other something. But the reality is, is you, you don't owe me anything and I don't owe you anything. <laughs> Isn't that marvelous? And I'm really glad that you called again. Shame and all. <laughs> yeah, maybe um, that's, what, that's what came to mind. I mean, maybe that wasn't the exact word, but you're definitely right in terms of picking out on that word security, because I think, you know, with everything that's going on in the world right now and the same and buying the house and it still doesn't make you feel 100% secure, you know, it, absolutely, it, it's, it's a degree. And I just, um, you know, I remember our times when we were talking before and, um, I really felt like I was getting something, you know, it was something was clicking in my mind and I, and I felt really happy for, for those months that we, we were, we were talking, you know, uh-huh. just certain, <laughs> certain things really, you know, really came to life for me. You know, I just remember, I, I, I can kind of go back and just remember how it was so clear that, you know, that this, this moment right now was, was really the only thing that really mattered. And, you know, if you're not happy now, it didn't really matter. Um, but it was such a, it was such a thing for me. It, it feels like it's in the, I, I, I'm not sure how I, I guess with the meditation practice and that, it, it, it anchored me here and it enabled me to, mm -hmm. for that, a, a real thing. Whereas at the minute, it's kind of, I'm not seeing that quite clearly, you know. Um, well, congratulations for remembering that 
because you've got that to build on. But one of the things that I can already say, even though that it was an overall, you have already left out some of the key ingredients. And so maybe if we add those key ingredients back in, that we can get that that practice kickstarted again, because we'll have a reason or rationale to even bother to get the kickstart of the practice back in. And part of the example of that is to recognize that somehow uh, the thrill is gone, <laughs> to coin a phrase, or that um, because of the lack of practice, that the mind goes back to the way that it was. 100%. Yeah. Um, now, let's talk about some of the things that, uh, gosh, I tell you what another point is, is that over the years, my teaching has um, evolved. And so some of the newer things that I'm teaching students now may be of enormous value to you because I'm saying it in new ways. And I welcome that you come back so that I can give you the, uh, how to say, give you the gift of the Dhamma again so that you can get dried out again, so that you can get on fire again. And yeah. so using that analogy. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's, let's start as if we were starting brand new. And the way that we would start brand new, you probably heard some of this before, but it's always a different way of talking. The Buddha only taught one thing. And he even said so in one of the suttas in a very emphatic way, both formally and now I teach only one thing. And that is Dukkha, Dukkha Naroda, which breaks down immediately into the Four Noble Truths, which basically means Dukkha and the end of Dukkha. But in the regard of Dukkha, you've really got to be able to see it. And when we don't see it, we live our lives in an ordinary kind of way. It's almost like that we've run off the road. And because things are kind of smooth now, and it says, well, I'm off the road, but it's okay that I'm off the road. Let me go down this track anyway. I'll, I'll wind up somewhere anyhow. And then we wind up stuck. And then we said, I might have been better off if I'd have stayed on the road or stayed on the path. And so this is one of the ways of beginning to understand dukkha in a new way for you, is that anything that keeps me from being joyful is, in fact, unwholesome. It's, un it's inappropriate. It's, in fact, dukkha. It is dukkha itself. And when we can see the dukkha, then we can better avoid it, that we can only avoid the dukkha that we can see. Or another way of talking about it, the Buddha talked about things have three characteristics. The three characteristics normally is the gratification or the enjoyment or the liking of something. Because we go with it the way that we feel. We like it, therefore we want it. And if we want it, it must be good. So there's got that quality of desire 
and liking built into it, and we seek some sort of gratification from it. But with wisdom and waking up, we can see um, the dangers sometimes. In other words, now we're beginning to apply the first noble truth instead of just going after something because I like it. I'm going to investigate it and I'm going to find out whether this is really worthwhile or not. Or is this, <laughs> is this fish going to bite me? <laughs> Who's got the hook here? Um, and so that's where things begin to change is when we can see the danger. We can see the dukkha because it's only when we can see the dukkha can we be set free from it. That's the escape. If we can't see where we're going, then we'll wind up running into some piece of furniture and stubbing our toe in the dark. But if we can recognize that we can't see where we're going, let's turn the light on. Then we can um, avoid stubbing our toe is another way of talking about it. Okay, so we begin to see the danger in the in the dukkha and only then can we apply the Eightfold and Noble Path, so that we can see the deep nature of this dukkha, this, this unsatisfying life that we've got. And also, to begin to play with getting back into that feeling of being free from dukkha that you've already talked about, that you had three years ago, from time to time. You can get yourself into a really nice state. Well, why don't you go right back into it right now? I mean, everything is good. You can look around. Things are, in fact, quite safe. That house that you bought does not have gorillas. It does not have pythons. It does not have any alligators. It's a pretty safe house. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. It's all right. It's, um, mm. it's, just, it's a simple little abode, but that's, that's all you need, isn't it? You know? um, okay. So, you can feel satisfied and safe and secure right now with the invitation of the Dhamma. And you can do this for yourself anytime you remember it. So take a deep breath and say, you know, everything is okay right now. Everything is fine. Not a care in the world. Everything is okay. Everything's all right. start talking to ourselves in this way but this is the kind of language that we want to use everything's okay everything's fine this is what the buddha calls gladdening the mind it's part of anapanasati and in uh regard to the eightfold noble path this is one's right effort 
One's right efforts is actually come out of the misery of the ordinary day into a state of relaxation and peace. And we basically start using that kind of language. I've um, kept an eye on the garden. The, the weeds of uh, the weeds were overtaken. You know, just need to clear that little bit of space to prune those weeds because um, the hindrances were felt like they were turning into big vines. You know, <laughs> absolutely a thicket of views, a thicket. Or as they say in the south, a briar patch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got uh, hooked up on all sorts of stuff. <laughs> and, uh, you know, hindrances, yeah, yeah. But that's, um, that's why I want to make contact because to say, you know. It's that, oh, I'm really glad you called. It's that, um, just like that, you know, sort of personification, you know, of, of, of what that's about. So when I've watched your, um, you know, some of your videos lately, you know, uh, I sort of dip in now and again. It's just, you know, your, your smiling face and, you know, it's good to see. It's not, you don't see many people in the world like that, you know. So it's, um, it's, uh, and it just reminds me that, you know, I, I can be there as well, really. Um, it's like you said, it just takes the right effort because. Um, it does. It takes a bit of effort. Like I say, like, you know, cause like one of the things that, that seemed to be sort of newer in your teaching was this you know, talking as one is the winner as opposed to the victim or the loser. And that, res you know, that, that resonates that, that because man, you know, I felt like a winner <laughs> before and I know what it feels like to feel like a bit of a loser. So I might have the house and all that, but I've been feeling like a loser lately, you know, and, um, and, uh, that's, that's a waste of time, you know? So, well, Congratulate yourself again for the fact that at least you got a house out of it, even if you had to, it cost you all your good feelings. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't all bad. I've just, uh, I've got, <laughs> uh, I guess, uh, I guess, um, yeah, I guess I've just, I've come to the, I'm, I'm, I'm dragging around some, the hindrance of remorse and regret at the moment. And just, um, you know, that's, uh, it's got, it's got his, um, it's got his claws into me slightly at the moment. So, uh, all right. But, so let me ask you it this way. How long are you going to uh, have this pity party of remorse and regret? Yeah, well, hopefully. Uh, are you are you about done with it? I said, yeah, I need to cut, <laughs> you know, cut, cut through the doubt, cut through the cut through all the hindrances. The, the 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 story in my head right now is that I had that power back a few years ago, and I feel like it's one of the things that's causing the suffering right now is is kind of comparing myself to to how I felt back then to now. And, and, and let's, let's not do that right now. Let's just go with the fact that all we need from that time back then was is that you could do it then, but only in the sense then, and that gives you permission to do it now. Even if you have to go through the same effort that you went through then to get it, you can go through that effort again to get it now, but it'll be easier this time, I think. <laughs> I 
And so just allowing yourself to breathe and say everything's okay. Everything's going to be all right. That the past is the past. It's all gone now. If it didn't bite me then, it's probably not going to bite me now. Now I can let it go. In Christianity, they use the trick of God forgives you from your sins. And when people believe that, really, they all actually say, okay, I am forgiven of my sins, and therefore it's okay for me to give me, for me to forgive myself of my sins, too. So in order for you to let go of the past, you've got to both forget it and forgive it. And one of the tricks that I found very useful for myself was to say, okay, in order for me to stop feeling bad about what I did that time in the past or those times in the past, I resolve I'm not going to do that anymore, that, that that's not me now, that I've made a change. And because I've made that change and I'm not going to do that anymore, I can say goodbye to it as the past. It's not part of the present. I'm not doing things that I regret and remorse now. I think, I think you can pick up from where I'm coming from. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Well, I'm just using your words back to you. Regret and remorse were the words you used, which is certainly when people feel regret and remorse, they certainly don't feel secure and safe. No, anxiety, guilt, you know, guilt, uh, I think guilt's a, a word that I just mm -hmm. kind of, I, I feel guilty because of what you said about that, when you can kind of resolve not to do something again, because I've done something quite recently that, again, I probably feel ashamed about. Uh, and I, know, I remember before you took, there's a kind of healthy sense of shame, right? In, in terms of you've been burnt, burnt by something, you're kind of scared by something. Mm -hmm. And that's what, whoa, 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 whoa. If I go down that path, that's not good, you know? So it's. Uh, right. Well, we can think of it in the sense of very stupidly st sticking our hand in the fire and getting burned. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And. There's several things that happen about that. One is that the hand wants to withdraw before the mind does. The mind is still wanting to put your hand in the fire while the hand comes right back out. But the next point that's very interesting is, is that we somehow deep down inside rec recognize what we've done with the intention. I'm not going to stick my hand back in that fire. That was a dumb thing for me to do, and I'm not going to do it anymore. No matter, so, no matter how, how good it felt at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, making that resolution. Wow, I'm really glad that I put my hand in that fire because now I know not to do that and really get burned the next time. Yeah. But that little burn that I got was enough already. Thank you very much. That was a nice lesson. Easily learned. Yeah. And I'll 
pick myself up and dust myself off and boogie on down the road. Thank you very much. Yeah, get knocked down eight times, get up nine, isn't it? I think that's <laughs> Actually, yes. So, this is the, the quality is, is that we have to recognize that, that that's hot, that burns, that's dukkha. And that we're going to start taking not only with the attitude of avoiding doing that, but anything that causes dukkha or anything that's unwholesome. And so the, the sessions of practice for our sitting practice and, and beginning of this is to keep remembering to have wholesome thoughts and not have unwholesome thoughts. Thoughts about business, thoughts about the past, thoughts about grief, parts past about uh, guilt. Any thoughts about the past or any thoughts about the future, making amends or fixing things up or uh, anything about that is say no we're going to let all of that go we're going to we're going to keep the mind occupied not with whatever it just comes up with but to keep it specifically occupied with a particular task to do and that is to have only wholesome thoughts about right now and so we have to begin to practice that to practice having only wholesome thoughts when do we do that every time we remember and we want to remember with every breath that's why we want to have that point of sati to remember that this is a long in breath and that this is a long out breath and when we say that long breath we can say it like that like uh, um, on the in breath everything and then on the out breath it's going to be all right everything is going to be all right. And use that as kind of a mantra, but any good wholesome things to say. Like, what a nice day this is. Wow, everything is really okay today. I really like the way things are today. Wow, it's a really a great day to, to, to live. to be joyful everything is okay right now so we have to keep thinking those kind of positive thoughts and let unwholesome thoughts slip away because we're beginning more and more to appreciate how much dukkha there is built into thinking about the past and how much suffering there is built in trying to fix the past which is in fact the future the future is nothing more than trying to repair the broken past and if the past isn't broken, then it doesn't need any repair. And therefore, we wind up with not much to do anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, remembering that. Uh... Yeah, you're beginning to remember some of this. That's great. That'll make it really easy for you. To just keep having wholesome thoughts. I know I can do it. You know? I just haven't made the time. I haven't made the effort. That's, you that's haven't that. made right, but now you're calling me. You're going. You're making the commitment to make that effort again. It does take right effort. That's why it's on the eightfold noble path. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just get the wrong idea of what effort means. You know? so. But it's it's enormously worth the effort. 
It's beyond imagination worth the effort. It was some of the happiest moments of my life. So, so let's get back into it. Just the feeling, the cl feeling clean, feeling you know, feeling clean. Feeling Every time that you feel dirty, clean it out right then. I don't have to feel that way. But we have to make that time and effort in the sitting practice to get hey. started over and over and over again to keep remembering to keep remembering you come out of the hindrances right back into a joyful mind that's that's, that's going to be all right great i need to build those muscles again and that's that's the thing with the same part i know the sitting practice is not to sit there for 12 hours a day doing it i know it's to, it's to help your daily life you know um but it is it is a it really helped me I, you know i think we start on two times 20 minutes a day then we went up to two times 40 minutes a day and it and then i was stopping at lunchtime and doing it and i was doing it i could and i was noticing my breath you know a lot and i know uh, at one time you were even thinking about dropping your business and heading off to the hills i remember us talking about that and then all of a sudden i think you got really scared and say wait a minute i don't want to do that yeah, yeah that's right that's what happened i think that's what i was ashamed of you know uh, I've seen a different future. Well, like let's, let's deal with not being ashamed. Let's deal with you're okay. Right yeah, now, everything bad. is okay. Everything is fine. Yeah, I'm feeling better now. Yeah. This is my kind of way of dealing with it as well, is, is by making contact, you know, rather than just trying to brush it into a corner and forgetting about it, you know. Cause, I'm uh, really glad that you called. I really am. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to sort. Yeah, so that's you know that's the goal. <laughs> I'm a bit of a boxer, you know. I'm, I feel like you know I'm, I'm kind of coming into this session, kind of yeah, with a few black eyes and uh, a bit <laughs> a bit ruffled, a bit rough around the edges. You know, I feel like a lot's happened in the last few years, but it's uh, you know the facts are that I'm in a pretty good place, and uh, you know I've been stupid for sure, but. I ain't too bad now, but it's it's true. And I do you remember as well we, when we we were doing the whole uh, like a whole day on a Sunday, you know? I just uh -huh. uh, I, I, honestly, I remember, I remember, I, I remember. I, I really felt on the path, you know. Uh, it, it made a lot of sense. It, um, okay. Well, we'll add some new tools and some new techniques and some old things, and that you remember. Are you still there? Damaraso, uh, screen's frozen. Hello. Damaraso. Hello. Okay. Yes, I was just saying that uh, yeah, uh, we can develop, we can develop that feeling of. Um, right attitude the right attitude of a lion to be powerful yeah and secure a noble I think noble as be well, completely I think. free from debt including owing shame anything yeah i don't owe the bank nothing but i guess i owe some imaginary god something you know uh <laughs> maybe you know or my or my my parents something or some 
something. I, I, you know, some undefined thing. I understand what you're talking about. Yes. Guess what? You don't owe him anything. All the debts have been paid. Start getting right now. You don't no, no. owe anybody anything. What you owe is yourself, and you owe yourself quite a lot of joy. Yeah. <laughs> but it has to be practiced because you've been owing all of those gods, those things out there, those parents or whatever, you've been trying to pay those debts for years. And you still feel like you owe them something, right? Yeah. 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 Don't you think you paid them enough already? Well, they got a lot of time, energy, thought, <laughs> emotion. <laughs> yeah. Look how much you paid already. You paid enough. Yeah. Yeah. Don't can't cancel the debt, you know. It's uh, uh huh. Right, to cancel that debt. You don't owe anybody anything. And it's really deeply buried in our society that everybody in our society owes, owes big time. We owe the government for the right to use their highways or something. <laughs> Tell me about it. So that's why this house, I mean, I keep going on about the house, but it represented something in a way. This was kind of my middle finger to society. So <laughs> I, I could, you know, I work a lot. The government, they, the, the bank wanted to loan me loads of money, you know. I could have bought a big, posh house, maybe. I don't want one. I just wanted somewhere to shit, somewhere to sleep, <laughs> some, somewhere to sit down, <laughs> somewhere warm, you know, so, you know, somewhere to keep. Uh, okay. Well, now uh, that you've found a home, can you be at home there? I don't want to leave. Can't, you can't pay for that with uh, money or uh, shenanigans or uh, quick thinking. We can only pay that the price with with practice. Yeah. Practice. I don't want to leave the house. Anapanasati. Yeah. <laughs> so now we have to practice coming out of all of those shenanigans and all of those thoughts. You've got the house now. From what you tell me, it's free and clear. Nothing left to do to enjoy it. So let's concentrate on now and getting into that enjoying the place now that you've got it. Yeah. And this is the this is the monastery in here. This is the, the garage. This is uh, <laughs> that was the deal. I get the garage. And the girlfriend gets the spare room as her office. So, welcome to my church. You know, this is a <laughs> I feel right at home in your church. <laughs> it's all right. It's not bad. <laughs> well, welcome to my paradise. Yeah, I can see. So, let's get it back into the practice and call me in, in the next few days. Two, three, yep. four days from now, and we'll continue going going on and on. But I really do appreciate that you're getting back into it. I feel like I'm seeing a lost, long lost son coming home. That's how it feels. So, 
honestly, that's that's kind of how it feels. You know, <laughs> you know I I live in a world where everyone I talk to is about business. It's about it's that's that's when you work all the time, all you think about is business. All you talk about is business. And I'm kind of sick of business, you know. I'm. Um, Me you know. too. I've done it. <laughs> Been there, done that. I'm sick of it. I don't want anything to do with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you know I had to, I had to, uh, I had to go off track a little bit and uh, <laughs> go, go down a few dead ends as part of the part of the process, I guess, you know. Just so you can tick off the list, and as you say, been there, done that. <laughs> hey, that, that doesn't make you happy, but that doesn't make you happy. That doesn't make you happy. So I gotta go in here. <laughs> exactly so, right? So, uh, okay. so, um, do we need to go now, or, or, uh, or can we? Can I have a, a brief, um, a brief? Uh, can I have a, uh, some instructions uh, to, you know, to restart meditation again? Okay, I thought that I had just given you that surreptitiously but I'll, I'll do it again so to rub it in yeah that's the thing yeah <laughs> so posture is not as important anymore as it once was but what we're going to do instead is um look at mindfulness or sati as the number one task and we're going to try to bring sati to each in breath and each out breath so that you know that this is a long in breath and know that it's a long out breath but then there's lots of time for you to look at other things including the fact that the breath is long and one of the things to look at is the body to feel the touch of the cloth on all the clothes that you're wearing in the winter time there. And you can get a sense of the environment. And also, you can get a sense of your posture as you're breathing in and out. And that kind of settles us into the here now. And so now we can begin to focus on the, uh, the mind to making sure that we're going to keep the mind free and clear on, either, on the in-breath and on the out-breath. We're going to allow only wholesome thoughts in and wholesome thoughts out. And if the mind wanders away, it doesn't wander away far, and it only wanders away into the Dhamma or something wholesome. If we catch it, the mind wandering away into the past, we bring it back happily and easily and settle down onto the breath again. Occasionally we make the statement, I can do this. I can, in fact, settle down, become at peace. I can even have some peace of mind. I can feel safe and secure. 
and comfortable. And everything right now is okay. Everything is fine. So breathing in long, I feel really good. And breathing out long, I relax, relax. Breathing in long, I feel really good. Wow, really good. This is so nice. And on the out breath, relax, relax. So everything's going to be all right. What a nice in-breath and relaxed out-breath. As I breathe in, I feel really good. And as I breathe out, I feel fine. So glad to just watch this breath. Oh, it feels good. Just sigh and relax. And if the mind wanders away, never mind. Start again, come back, happily, easily, joyfully, relax. One thing's for sure, and that is I can do this. I can get myself into a state that's relaxed and easy. It really makes the day so nice. I'm really glad that I'm doing this. To bring the mind to a state of not a care in the world.
is relaxing and joyful and even energizing so that I feel strong and safe, able to take on any task. So as I finish this short meditation and come back out, I come out with a big smile, knowing that I can handle the whole day easy without a worry in the world. <clears throat> or as they say in Buddha circles, ding. <laughs> So, how do you feel? <laughs> Good. Good. It's that, that effort, it's just a little bit more than I uh, remember. Not, not too much, but you have to, I remember before I said that I felt like the breath was like, like an old friend, you know? and. Uh, mm. Uh, got to put a bit of effort into it, you know. Rather than focusing on the doubt and oh, this doesn't work, this doesn't work. No, no, no. Come on. <laughs> hey, have some respect for your friend. Pay attention. So, that's how I feel good. Thank you. Right. So, uh, felt that cleanliness slightly coming in, you know. Pardon. So, Felt that cleanliness, that that uh, that wholesome bath. Great, great. It's not that far away, is it? I just forgot. <laughs> well, continue to practice this. Do this two, three, four times a day, and come out of it in really nice condition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, call me again in the next couple of three days. Well, Let me know how you're doing. Yeah. I just need those stabilizing wheels at the moment. That's all. Excellent. <laughs> I'm really glad to see you again, Steve. You too, Dan, man. Been too long. Thanks for your time. Okay. Have a nice day. Namaste. So what, Dean?